Hi, I'm Leola. I'm a sacred intimacy mentor and muse and the host of this podcast. Talk Tantra to Me introduces a playful perspective on sacred sexuality. My intention in this podcast is to integrate intimacy and spirituality, empowering you to reclaim your eroticism. It is my mission to inspire you to let go of shame, fear, and limiting beliefs to be present as your highest self in every moment. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now, let's talk Tantra. honor to be holding space for this divine knowledge to make its way into your ears and lifestyle. Today I'm going to be sharing with you my own Tantra date night ritual. This is a experience that you can cultivate as a single person for yourself. It's also a really beautiful and powerful thing to share as a couple with a partner or lover. So prioritizing presence and pleasure is all it takes to really take your relationship to the next level, whether it is in a long-term you know, partnership, dating, or even just cultivating that self-love. I personally recommend setting aside three to five hours once a week for intimate exploration and expression. So I'm going to be sharing with you my tried and true tried and true recipe for tantric bliss, but there are so many ways that you can tailor this ritual to your own needs, preferences, and desires, to your own relationship, to your own intentions, etc. This tantric date night ritual was really born out of, you know, my own relationship with sex magic, and there are other episodes on this podcast all about sex magic, including the very first episode of the podcast, episode one, where I go into my process for using uh, eros or life force energy to manifest. I also have episodes about manifesting your ideal lover or partner. That being said, this is a regular part of my own way of seducing my self-love. And when I've been in long-term partnerships, having this regular intimacy built into our schedule, literally we had a calendar on our fridge where we wrote down our tantric date nights and it created so much space for us to learn and to grow and to be current with each other, to bring to the forefront any um, opportunities or challenges we were experiencing and relating just by having time set aside. And I'm going to be giving you, you know, my tried and true list. But at the end of that, I'll be offering some suggestions on how you could adapt this and go further into, you know, interests or desires as well. So the first step for, you know, creating a tantric uh, date night is really just to set the scene. So lighting candles, you know, setting out your favorite toys, your dildos, your BDSM, whatever, um, you know, like anything that you feel is going to take it to the next level for you, maybe some feathers or other sensation pieces that you would like to have available for you. You know, I recommend just like setting everything out because you never know if in the middle of your ritual, you might feel inspired to, you know, experience with different uh, pieces as well. For me personally, I like to create a nest on the ground rather than doing my tantric date night in a bed. To me, the ground allows for grounding. It feels really good to be connected to the floor, to connect to that more primal energy. And also there's no like squeaking or weird noises from the bed. And you also don't have to worry about falling off. (laughs) So for me, creating a nice nest on the ground with lots of pillows and blankets feels really sensual and nice. I also like to make a plate for fruit and chocolate. 
or other little snacks I might want to incorporate. I put on some sexy music. In terms of music, I recommend putting on something that either doesn't have any lyrics or has foreign lyrics because what can tend to happen is like you'll get distracted by the words and go off onto another storyline whereas if you have music that doesn't have lyrics or um, is in foreign and a foreign language that you don't understand can tend to stay a little bit more present sometimes i like to open a bottle of wine being mindful of conscious consumption which there is an episode on conscious consumption as well on my podcast so definitely don't miss that one but being aware that a little bit goes a long way in the tantric space, so maybe having just a glass per person to max. Um, there's also some really beautiful teas available that offer like aphrodisiacal blends. Um, I have one that I'm happy to send to you if you want to just shoot me a note via email or DM me on Instagram. I'm happy to send you the link for this organic aphrodisiac blend of teas. Another really great uh, herb to incorporate is Damiana. You can make Damiana tea. It has a bit of like a hallucinogenic um essence to it that is also an aphrodisiac just in general when it comes to setting the scene i try to involve all five of my senses in creating my temple so again you know having some nice soft place to land you know some uh smelly delicious candles or incense um you know taste having that wine or that fruit uh beautiful music to listen to am i missing anything touch taste sound hearing what am i missing this is probably obvious to whoever's listening but i'm going to keep it here because it is really authentic that i can't remember the fifth sense touch taste sound oh sight I also like to make it feel really pretty and beautiful. So maybe having some colored lights on or candlelight, um, putting out your favorite, you know, um, uh, uh, like pillows and also maybe wearing something that makes you feel really sensational and look really good. Just taking that time to really be with yourself as well in the experience, whether you're doing this as a solo practice or with a partner. So next step, step two, is going to be to start with some movement. This is really to allow yourself to drop into the body and to incorporate the three basic tools of Tantra, which are sound, breath, and movement. Sound, breath, and movement can be incorporated in every single one of these steps, but to me, um, doing something like dancing or yoga to warm up the body, it just gets yourself in the habit of incorporating these tools throughout the rest of your experience. So... Moving the body also allows you to let go of any lingering dense or stressful energy just to shake it all out, leave anything that's no longer serving you at the door so that you're able to step into this temple, this time together or with yourself from a really clear place. Step three is intentional connection. So whether you're doing this solo or with a partner, taking a moment to really drop in and set intention for your practice. So if you're with a partner, I recommend uh, eye gazing, taking that moment to open the soul, the eyes are the window to the soul, to be present with one another, to drop in, to allow yourselves to co-regulate. 
sitting across from one another or in yab yum position is recommended. In yab yum position, the person who is taking on the more masculine role is going to be sitting on bottom with the legs crossed and the feminine partner is going to sit in their lap with their legs wrapped around uh, the masculine's torso. So in this position, taking a moment to connect with uninterrupted eye contact and then maybe sharing a few words with each other, dropping in and opening up on uh, multiple levels. I recommend, you know, having sort of a sandwich style uh, communication exercise. So maybe start with sharing your appreciation for one another, sharing what you love about one another, sharing your gratitude, and then maybe voicing any fears that you have, um, taking a moment to maybe close any loops of like, oh, this morning when you didn't give me a kiss before you said goodbye, it felt... Um, it didn't feel very good in my body and I want to address that and I want to speak into that. I want to create opportunity for us to, to come back into connection in those moments. Or maybe it's a fear around doing the exercise. Hey, you know, we're trying something new with this Tantra date night and it feels a little exciting, but I'm also a little nervous. I feel like I have some expectation. I want to voice and I want to let go of so we can go into this um, feeling really clear. And then finally, speaking into your desires. So uh, tonight... In this exercise, you know, I desire to practice non-ejaculatory orgasms, or I would like to work with G-spot stimulation, or I want to take away any expectation of orgasm at all, and I really just want to be with you. My intention is just to spend some quality time with one another, right? So allowing yourself to come into the desires, and you can even expand into desires, you know, moving forward, like setting an intention for the energy that you'd like to call in as a couple or individually. Maybe you're looking to, you know, move into a new house with your partner, or maybe you're looking to start a family, or maybe you're looking to just take things to a different level, and this is an opportunity to speak into those desires as well. So again, we have the, you know, bookmarked the three communication pieces I recommend, are to start with your appreciations, voice any fears, and then speak into desires. From there, you can also get into this more clear idea of intention. So based on those three pieces, you can get a little bit more clarity on how you'd like to direct the energy that you'll be cultivating in this practice. In this tantric ritual, you're going to be allowing your life force to pulse and expand out, which makes you an incredible magnet for your deepest desires and to create spaciousness for more pleasure to come into your life. So taking a moment to set a very clear intention, maybe it's you know one or two words that you would like to direct that energy towards. If you're doing this ritual solo, you can do all of those things as well, just within your own practice. So consider maybe eye gazing with yourself in a mirror or taking a moment to meditate or to journal on all of these same pieces. So step four is going to bring the body online. So we want to start by just allowing the body to waken up to this, you know, sensual experience of being embodied. Uh, so I recommend starting with non-sexual touch. When I do this partner with, when I do this practice with a partner, we would each choose one type of touch or one experience of touch that is non-sexual. So this could be something like a back scratch or a foot massage or face stroking or maybe a deep tissue massage. Just taking a moment to drop into what feels the most luscious for you in that moment and what's going to help you um, awaken to Eros when it becomes the time to do so. 
I recommend spending at least 20 minutes with each individual going into that space. So 20 minutes for each partner to both give and to receive minimum. But you could do this as long as you'd like. You could do an hour, you could do uh, 30 minutes, you could even do five minutes if you want, but I definitely recommend doing at least 20. If you're doing this ritual as a single person in a solo capacity, incorporate self-massage and maybe even try to incorporate um, sensory elements that make it feel like someone else or something else is touching you. So when I'm doing this ritual with myself, I like to stroke myself with a feather or a flower because it gives me that sensation of, you know, it is me connecting with my body, but there's this other element as well that makes it a little bit more surprising and delicious. But even just giving yourself some nice grounding touch, some nice squeezes on the shoulders, be nice like rubbing of the heart or maybe some tapping can feel like a really good way to bring that energy online in a solo ritual. Step five is going to be awakening your arrows. So the next piece is uh, speaking into your sexual desires or touching in with yourself on what your sexual desires are. So when I would when I would do this practice with a partner, I would encourage myself and my partner to voice the stimulation or the desire the desire that they may have to give and receive, and also creating space for boundaries and negotiation. We want both partners to feel really authentic and full bodied in their fuck. Yes. So example could be, ooh, I really would love to give you um, oral sex, or I'd really love to explore anal play today, or I'd really like to, you know, tie you up and um, just uh, take you, whatever it might be, you know, and it can be from a giving and or a receiving role. So taking a moment to, you know, spend in this, in this block of time, I actually recommend forgetting the timer entirely, forgetting the clock and allowing yourselves to get lost in the sensual touch uh, and taking turns, you know, maybe thinking about what each person's desire is and using those, um, those uh, desires to create an experience, to orchestrate something that's going to build so that by the time you both have, you know, been able to explore that desire, maybe there's something else that's opening very naturally that may include, you know, penetration or uh, trying something entirely different and new, or maybe it like naturally comes to a fall from there. But essentially, We're creating space for both partners to be really vulnerable and sharing their desire and creating space for both people to give and to receive. Step six, oh, forgot to speak into if you're doing this as a solo ritual. In terms of if you're doing this as a solo ritual and you're awakening your arrows, I encourage you to allow yourself pleasure to be intuitively led. Try approaching your genitals in new ways um, and try incorporating different body parts in that ritual and maybe even using breath work to move that ecstatic energy through your body. But in a solo ritual, the idea here is definitely to awaken that arrows and to connect to your own pleasure and desire and to feel into how powerful and expansive you are on your own and what different opportunities are available for you in that solo level practice. So 
Step six is going to be to extend your pleasure. Again, letting go of focus on orgasm and allowing that energy to come in ways, using your breath and intention to move the energy into your heart space and into your crown. And that's something that you can do both as a solo or as a coupled practice to really take the focus away from any goal and allow yourself to be available for maybe different types of um, energy movement or sensations or orgasms in your body. So step seven is going to be to come, come, come home to your intention. That was a pun. I hope you enjoyed it. Very intentional with that pun as well. So come home to your intention. So the idea here is really incorporating that sense of sex magic into this ritual, pairing this heightened state of being with your desires for life and for love. I encourage you to speak them out loud with your partner or alone, to take a moment to share gratitude for your partner and yourself, honoring each other and yourself as divine beings. So again, taking that moment to come back to your intention that you set at the beginning of the practice, as you're in this really heightened state of love, you are a magnet for more of that energy. So when you intentionally call in these desires, uh, it can be really powerful and expansive. So that kind of brings us to the end of the ritual. I definitely recommend at the end taking a moment to uh, drop in and consider what worked for you in that ritual, what was uh, new, what um, worked for you, what was exciting, and what maybe you may uh, want to uh, fine-tune in future pairings or in solo practices. I also recommend, if you haven't already, taking that moment at the end to set an intention for a future date, to put it on your calendar, um, to, to do your next Tantra date night. And, you know, again, maybe taking a moment to just share your appreciation for yourself or for one another for creating this time and space for, for this ritual. What can also be really juicy is to take a nice hot shower or bath with each other or with yourself to close your ritual. You can also take the hot bath or shower before, which is something that I definitely do a lot of the time. That being said, from here, I'd like to share how you can build upon this ritual and make it your own. So in the past, uh, when I was in a partnership, we would do this ritual four times a month, about once a week, and we would have um, twice during that month there would be one person who would lead the ritual. And so they might choose something uh, to make as the theme. So for example, I might say, I'd really like to go out dancing as a part of our ritual. So we would, you know, get on our sexy clothes, get all dressed up, go out dancing, and then bring the ritual home for full circle. So it doesn't necessarily have to be this big production at home. You can also incorporate your interests and your desires outside of the home. Other, you know, examples would be, you know, a night where I might really want to just be in the giving role and incorporate something such as a sacred spot massage for myself or for my partner. Uh, other examples might be setting a theme of incorporating sacred surrender. So, you know, uh, incorporating shibari or the art of tying up one another. Uh, other BDSM um, pieces can be incorporated very sensually and intentionally as well. So there's lots of invitation to get creative and to allow this ritual to be a little bit different each and every week. And um, I highly recommend that you do that. <laughs> 
So again, we have our seven steps here. Um, and if you are desiring to kind of uh, have this ritual led for you, I do offer, you know, in-person sessions, in-person ceremonies with both individuals and couples to uh, guide you in creating this space for yourself and to hold space for you in that. You can visit my website, www.talktantratumi.com slash work dash with dash me or talktantratumi.com and just click the work with me tab and you can see all of those opportunities to work in person. And I can also offer suggestions and practices for yourself and for a partner in my virtual online mentorships. I also have a couple of free offers on my website. You can go to www.talktantratumi.com slash free. There's a beautiful meditation that really helps you connect to your sensual erotic self. It's a pleasure positive meditation. And there's also a free sexual shadow work workbook. If you're feeling any resistance or you're struggling with, you know, any past uh, sexual trauma, the sexual shadow work workbook is a really great place to start in just working with yourself. But again, Again, there is a beautiful invitation to connect with me um, via, you know, any of the links that I mentioned or um, via email um, or sliding into my DMs. I'm happy to, to co-create with you and decide what might be, you know, of service to you. Additionally, I will be having um, some uh, retreats coming up that are not currently live on the Talk Talk to Me website, but they will be shortly. I would love to see some of you as individuals and couples there. It's going to be super luxurious and co-creative and exciting. And I also am doing um, monthly events here in Austin, Texas. So I uh, would love to see you at those too. Thank you so much for you know opening yourself up to the idea of sacred intimacy. I deeply appreciate your presence here and um, definitely encourage you as well to leave a review. When you uh, leave a review, it means that the world about this, you know, world of sacred intimacy, which is incredibly empowering. And I also just love to hear the reviews, to hear how this incredible work is spreading. If you'd like to take an even more proactive role in awakening the collective to sacred sexuality, I'd love it if you screenshot this podcast and shared it on your social media. And if you do so, please